Okay, in today's episode, I'm gonna be talking about how to share access with your team as affordably and as safely as possible. How to avoid the risks of using software like LastPass and how to actually make sure you're staying on the right side of GDPR when you're sharing um, access and logins with your staff. All of that and more is gonna be covered in today's episode. So if you have any questions about sharing access with your team, in the right way, then this is the episode you need to listen to. So the question is this, how do entrepreneurs like us who don't have an endless supply of cash, how do we leverage the best apps, virtual assistants, automation tools and systems to scale our businesses, increase our profits and have more time to do what we love to do each day? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Dr. Steve Day and this is Systemize Your Success. All right, so today we're going to be talking um, all about things like LastPass. If you don't know what LastPass is, it's an app that allows you to share access to your uh, various websites and apps with your team without openly sharing their password uh, or the password over the internet. So they are quite useful and they help you really organize your um, password sharing as well. So we're going to talk about that. We'll talk about also when you should and when you shouldn't use users and when you should set up users and what that is. So and those are two main topics and where you can combine those to save a huge amount of money, but still have a lot of control over what you're doing and also how to share access to your email. So quite a lot of things I'm going to cover today. Um, and this is really good for you if you are just getting started with a team or you're still using things like post-it notes to share passwords with your team. Or if you are emailing or texting, you know, a password openly over the internet. And obviously there's security uh, concerns about that, but also just the ability to manage that. I mean, all those things become an absolute nightmare. Like you've got three members of staff, four members of staff, you share a password with all of them. Then one of them leaves, you really need to update the password because now they no longer work for you. And then you've got to then reshare that and it all becomes a total mess. And there's some really simple steps you can do to avoid, you know, all of those problems and challenges uh, that, that I faced and most business owners I've worked with go through. Some of you may already be doing some of this stuff, but I would promise you by the end of this, there'll be some golden nuggets in here that will help you to get more out of whatever software you're currently using. And this is all I think about this, this geeky stuff. This is so, um, yeah, I spend a lot of time trying to perfect these things. Anyway, let's dive in a bit deeper. So LastPass. So first off, I want to talk about LastPass. Now, LastPass is a password sharing and management app, and it allows you to upload details of a login. So say, for example, you had um, your your um, website admin login. You could upload the details into there and then put your password in there and then you could share that with anybody. I'm not saying that's the, what you should do. And there's, I'm going to talk about that in a minute about how you, the, the things you should and shouldn't share through LastPass. But say, for example, we have some e-sign software and we have an a admin account set up on our e-sign software that I then share that with my team so they can then actually use that e-sign software. And then the, we put the username and password into LastPass. I can then share it seamlessly with everybody at the click of a button. And then if I need to change a password, it's just changed once and automatically everyone then uses the new password without even knowing that it's been changed. So it's super convenient and it allows you to group your your apps together. So we group them by roles and it means that if someone joins a new role, I know these are the apps and, and you know websites they need access to. So I just literally add them to that group and therefore they have access to what they need to to get on with their job. So it's a really convenient and useful tool. And 
Um, it can also minimize, so what it does help with, other than just like organization, is it minimizes the number of apps that, or number of user licenses you need to buy for some of your apps. Now, come back to this a little bit later as well, but can really reduce your cost, even as a cost to actually having, you know, LastPass, it's about three, four pounds a month or something like that. It's not a huge cost. Um, but obviously that adds up when you've got lots of people, um, but actually can reduce your licenses on other apps significantly. So it should actually be a bit of a, a cost benefit. And you can um, basically has set up lots of policies within there. So you can actually make your, your passwords, uh, your sharing of passwords really secure and you can get people to have like really secure passwords and they can't uh, share, um, save things to their own browser and stuff. So you can like really lock down your passwords, but, and there's a big but, and I have covered this an entire episode on this. There is a security issue with all password sharing apps. It's not just LastPass, but if you use any password sharing app or login sharing app and you share that login with somebody, you're giving them the password. You may be giving it them hidden in inverted commas. If you're not listening to this, I'm actually doing the inverted commas sign. Um, they'd be maybe giving it to them hidden so you think they can't see it. But they would just need to view that password. You know, if you go into Google, for example, when you log into Google, you can put your password and it'll come up as a row of dots or stars. And you just click the view password button. Well, you can do that with any password that you give to somebody. If they can fill it onto a form on a website, they can view it. And you've got to be aware of that. So these apps are apps of convenience. They're apps of um, organization and management of your logins, but they're not apps of total security. You sh you have to still change passwords when you have uh, you know people leave if it's for a critical app. Just, just that is just the way they work. So I just want to mention that because there is that disadvantage to them. The other thing is obviously there's a cost to it, but as I just said, the cost should be offset by the amount of stuff you the amount of money you save. So what is LastPass actually good for? Because a lot of things you shouldn't be sharing LastPass, but LastPass is great for things where you want your staff to log in as you. You actually want to give them access to your super user account, to the main account. And these aren't very, there aren't very many of these, but say for example, Facebook is one. So I get my staff to log into my Facebook profile to be able to then manage all my notifications and my messages on Facebook because I don't really want to spend my time doing that. I get you know lots of random messages and stuff and I have a somebody that deals with all that for me. And so therefore I've got to share the login. I can't have a user, I can't have an admin user for my personal profile because the Facebook doesn't do that because it's meant to be personal use. And so therefore I share my password and the login details via LastPass to my whoever's in that role, whoever's is, is in my comms role. And we have a couple of people in our company that do it. So they both got access. And then we can change that password. You know, as soon as somebody leaves, we can just change that. Um, or for any reason think there's a security issue, just change it, bang. They're not even aware that it's been changed. They're just carrying on with their work and it's all done super nice. So there are a few exceptions that, or a few examples of that where you need to share them the, the, the main password for a major site that you're using or a mission critical site. But the other, the only other place I use at um, LastPass extensively is for non-mission critical stuff. Now, what I mean by mission critical versus non-mission critical. So mission critical is stuff like your file storage, your video hosting site, your main email, you know, a login to like Google Workspace or to Microsoft um, Office 365, your main one, that you, the one that you use. Could be also your CRM, your banking apps, you know, anything with client data saved. You know, you don't want to be just sharing those passwords randomly with people on LastPass 
because, you know, ob for obvious reasons, hopefully, you don't want to share, log into your banking details to someone randomly on LastPass. So obviously that's pretty, uh, pretty stupid thing to do, but there's lots of examples which people I, and I, I will hold my hand up that I used to do some of this stuff as well, you know, sharing access to your CRM to try to, you know, maybe not have to set up a user or whatever, but how do you track if, if there's a data breach, you know, you're in breach of GDPR or whatever country you live in, the, the, the Data Protection Act, you know, if you have a data breach, you have to be able to look, you know, who did that data breach? Was it you? Was it one of your employees? Which staff member was? Who needs education? Who needs firing if it was malicious? You know, so you need to be able to track that stuff. So there is lots of cases where LastPass is not a good idea. And I, you know, these are the, those are some of the examples which I've just been to. But it is great for, you know, loads of low risk stuff like we have um for example um our seo tools like finding keywords for example our e-sign app as i mentioned before video editing software um, for um process mapping software but not on a admin level so they can't delete stuff you know if, they, if we can give people access to be able to add like our video hosting we've got a, a user set up which can add things but can't delete them so that's pretty safe you know, they could obviously upload something, but that's all right. They can't delete anything. They can't ruin our business. So anything, you know, that's generic, that doesn't uh, doesn't doesn't give the person access to be able to do anything real bad, that's the kind of things we share via LastPass. And we can then, then have one user potentially and share that with multiple people. Um, and if you combine that with a virtual private network, a VPN, then you can actually stop these security alerts going off when someone's trying to log in from, we have staff all over the world. And when they try and log in, we want them to look or look like they live in Stockholm where I live, because then it reduces the number of security alerts. So people use what's called a VPN and then it, and it makes their computer look like it's in, in Stockholm. So you don't get all those horrible security alerts. So combined with LastPass, it can really, really reduce the number of licenses um, you you have. So um, the other way of sharing or of giving people access and this is the way we do it for or our mission for all our mission critical so everything i've just said we don't use lastpass for this is what we do and this is for everything like your crm anything with client data in like your hosting apps anything you want to be able to track and control the level of access that people have on an individual basis we set up users on those accounts and often you have to sometimes it's free so with our crm for example we can add i think it's 20 users um with our uh our web funnel uh, our landing page software sorry we can add three users so often you get a number of users you can add in order to get your staff to do work on there but without giving them access to everything and so if you're using business grade apps they nearly always have a number of users maybe just be one or two but it means you can then have your super user and that, that does everything, the billing and all the rest of it. And you can delete the whole account and you don't want to ever give anyone access to that ever. Because if they deleted, say, your, your website, you know, or your landing pages or your CRM, I mean, it's pretty bad. Um, so but then you then you basically have a step down from that. So an admin user. And so, for example, my ops manager, she is an admin user on my Google so she can add users, she can delete users, she can set up, you know, sharing, she can set up new groups, all the stuff that you need to do in the admin of Google, she can do, but she can't delete my account. She can't get rid of me out of it. You know, it's my account. So she therefore can do a lot of the work, but without me putting myself at risk of actually losing the account or doing anything that's um, undoable. You know, as a super user, I can pretty much undo what anyone else does. So um, she's set up 
as a paid user. So I have to pay for that for her to be able to do that. So that's something that so some apps you get for free, you get a certain a number and some you have to pay. So be really, really diligent with this because sharing your access to your super user account can have horrible outcomes if you get someone who's you know either accidentally or maliciously maliciously does something bad then uh then you know you want to avoid that for the sake of a few quid you've got to think of the worst case scenario um when you're talking about business because um you know you've got to think if i lost access to all of my files and folders what how would that affect my business probably quite badly and obviously you can back up things and all the rest of it but it's just the inconvenience and you know the loss of potential sales and all the rest of it um then we also have, for, I'll give you some other examples of where we actually set up users. So our LastPass account, we actually have a admin user set up on my LastPass account so she can manage all of the users and the admins and the positions and everything, all the users, any access are in the permissions on LastPass. Same for, for banking. So our, my business banking app, I use Revolut now, which is awesome, by the way. I did a whole podcast episode just on business banking apps and why I think Revolut is awesome compared to the others. Um, and... On that, I have a, uh, a users set up so my uh, my assistant can make payments for me and they can check my statements and send them to the accountant if need be and all the rest of it. But they can't, you know, spend money that isn't allot allotted to that to their card. And I can give them permissions to do certain stuff, but not other stuff like rinse my bank accounts. And so therefore, uh, that's a really th and same with PayPal. You can do exactly the same thing and set things up. So you can actually um, give people limited access to do certain stuff like administer the account, but without stealing all of your money. And so those are the types of accounts that you need to set up. And it's really worth putting the time in. There is obviously the disadvantage of it. They take time to set up. There's potential costs for extra licenses. Um, and sometimes you just can't. Like I said, for example, you can't set up a user for a Facebook personal profile. And therefore you have to end up you know, sharing access via via LastPass or whatever you choose to use. And as I mentioned before, you can combine this. So you can set up, say, if it does cost per user, then you could always set up like we have for our comms assistant role. I'll come on to how you use this with your email in a second. But for our comms assistant role, who can access my email accounts and uh, and it's basically the main email inbox for any income inquiry inquiries from potential sales, but also existing clients. And if you email that account, I've shared access. So I, first of all, I've set that up and paid for a Google Workspace email address that is set up at the right permission levels in Google Workspace to do everything that that account needs to do. I've also um, given access to my email account. I'll talk about that in a second to that to that uh, comms account. But that role is actually fulfilled by quite a, well, a number of people. So depending on who's off on holiday, you know, who's in on shift, you know, whatever, our comms role isn't just one person. So but and so to reduce the cost of licenses, I have set up that one comms account, which I then share to anyone in the comms team via LastPass. And therefore, um, I, they, I keep my cost down, but everyone who needs access to it gets access to it. So that is a really good example of when you combine setting up a user using LastPass to share that with multiple people to keep your cost down but give people the right level of permissions and access that they need to get, be able to get their job done. Really useful when someone is you know in a role that you're sharing like this you need mainly in comms it's the main main example that I can think of 
um, that it lends itself. And we use it actually in other things as well, like um, our Zoom app, for example, um, our Canva app, for example. We actually have multiple uh, apps that we actually share in this way. And um, so, yeah, and so and just running on from that, really. So that comms role. So often people ask me, well, how do I if I don't give people my password, how do they manage your email for you? Because I always go on about, you know, you need to get people to manage your email. We have a whole system, a whole uh, uh, system and frameworks about how to get somebody else to manage all of your inboxes for you, all of your social media, all of your inboxes. And this is something I advocate very, very strongly because it is the biggest time drain of nearly every business owner. I do not check my inboxes. Like, I mean, I can if I want to, and the exception when I'm waiting for an email or you know, I've done something and I want to, of course I can, I'm not going to say I never ever log in, but as a rule, I don't need to ever because I know anything that I need to actually see that my team is going to manage for me will pop in to a, a, a task on my task board in my task management app because that's the way our system sets up. So I know that I can deal with stuff as and when I need to and not be distracted by anything else. So with that said, like, how do you do it? Well, that comms email account I talked about before, you set up a delegate access. So you allow that, that comms email address to access your email address, but they can't, you're not sharing your password. You're just sharing via their login. So they log in with their email address. They can then look at your inbox, only your inbox, and then manage your emails. And so therefore, you basically do what I said before about setting up a comms role. They can manage your emails, hunky-dory. Um, so yeah, and they can do things like send emails on your behalf and to send as. So um, rather than it saying you've sent this, it'll say uh, sent by then whatever the person's name is in the comms role sent by from us it says sent by diana or hello at systemsoundsourcing.com so the person on the receiving end knows it isn't you personally sending it um and therefore it's a little bit extra security you don't have to have that if you don't want to but i like to have that and i'm a business owner so i have no problem with the fact i have an assistant that deals with my communications for me i do not feel that that is impersonal because i say what it is often if it is a personal message i say what it is that i want the person to send um, it's coming from me if it's a personal message, but I just have a secretary that does that for me. And I don't have any issues with that. Uh, and I've never had a complaint from a client saying, oh, I wanted a personal response purely written by Steve's fingers on the keyboard. You know, they, people want responses to their queries in an appropriate way and appropriate speed. And, um, and that's what I believe anyway. Cool. So in summary, that's it. So in summary, what we've covered today is the, the simple act of sharing logins securely using an app like LastPass. So not sharing randomly over the internet. We've covered how you can use user accounts to keep accountable, people accountable to be able to track when and where events happen. And this is really good for data protection, GDPR. And how to combine those two together to keep your licenses down, but still retain that level of security and that retain that level of control that you really need and should have in your business. And then we touched on this idea of a comms role and how you combine all of those things, including delegation of email, to be able to actually give access to your in inbox account and therefore uh, get somebody else to manage all of your emails for you. Cool. So if you like this episode, please do hit us up with a review in our in the app, whatever app you're using right now to listen to this episode. You can also check out more episodes on our website by going to www.systemizeyoursuccess.com. And on there, you'll find links to loads of cool resources and things like our webinar, which you can learn a lot more about what we do as a business and learn how systems can help you to transform your business and give you the lifestyle that you've always wanted and deserved. Cool. With that said, thank you very much indeed. Thanks for listening and I'll see you all next time. Thank you.
Thank you so much for joining me and listening to this episode. I'm well aware there are hundreds of great business podcasts out there and you chose to listen to this one. And for that, I am truly grateful. Hopefully what you heard today took you one step closer to building a successful business so you can share your passion with the world and serve an ever-growing number of people. If you got value out of today's episode, then so will someone else that you know. By sharing with others what has helped you along your way, you will grow your influence and be the guy or girl that everybody wants to know. So please hit the share button right now and also remember to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss future episodes. It's impossible for me to cover absolutely everything in these podcasts. So please do head over to systemizeyoursuccess.com right now and download the show notes, transcriptions and some of my best frameworks and systems for free. Thanks again for tuning in and being a part of this amazing community. Until next time, this is Dr. Steve Day and you've been listening to Systemize Your Success.